This is episode three of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gellner. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. I'm so excited to bring to you today, Jen Mazur, the queen of manifestation. Jen has always been able to dream of outrageous adventures and actually live them out. From rubbing elbows at a small private cocktail party hosted by Martin Scorsese, to living rent-free in the East Village of Manhattan for over 10 years, to paying off over $38,000 of debt in less than a year, to having her artwork published in the New York Times, traveling the world, meeting the man of her dreams, who, by the way, is a successful rock star, and giving birth at home to a beautiful daughter. And then, if that's not enough, starting a green school in Africa. Jen is a sought-after transformational speaker and coach. She teaches people how to manifest their biggest dreams while making an impact on the world. She is known for her signature manifestation master's program and private success coaching. Jen is the co-founder of a new board game for women called Sparked, a game with inspiration, heart, and hilarity. And it's such a fun game. Let me tell you, I've played it with my family and my friends, and it's loads of laughs and fun and opens up meaningful conversations. So I invite you to check it out. Jen has interviewed some of the world's biggest thought leaders through her series, Manifesting with the Masters. She's also the author of a newly published book, Manifesting Made Easy. I'm so glad to have you here today, Jen. Welcome. So tell us where you're calling from today. I'm in New York City. I'm so grateful for being here. Thanks oh, for having awesome. me. Oh, awesome. Awesome, awesome. And you just moved into a new place in New York City. Yes, we moved to Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So I'm super excited about this neighborhood. It's my favorite neighborhood right now in New York. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to be out there um, in just next month in, in May. So I'm super excited to be coming to New York. Maybe we'll have to see if our, our schedules can't line up while I'm yeah. out there. Well, let's dig in and let's hear some of your story. I'm so excited to hear about it. And, and, and also just to really tap into some of your wisdom around manifestation and how you've been able to manifest so much. One of the things that I love about you and your story is, is how you ended up at a private cocktail party with Mar Martin Scorsese. Can you tell us that story? Sure. <laughs> I have so many stories like that, but this one I love because I think there's some teachable moments. <laughs> um, so one thing that I love is um, I, I really, I love film and arts. I went to art school um, and I also love African culture. My partner is, is African. I've spent a lot of time in Africa. And so I saw that there was this um, film screening with some, uh, a well-known African director and it was a screening of an African film in New York, but it was at, um, I think it was like the Screenwriters Guild or something that I was definitely not a part of. Um, but someone had written a blog about this and, and on the blog post, it said like, if you want to go to the screening, you know, call the number and you could RSVP. And the cool thing about this film screening was there was going to be a Q and A afterwards with the film director and Martin Scorsese. And so, you know, I called the number. I figured, well, why not? I'm not a screenwriter or a director or whatever, but I'm going to see if I can go. Right. 
And um, so I called the number and the woman was like, oh, great. Sure. You know, what's your name? And would you like to bring a guest? And I was like, oh, that was so easy. Like, <laughs> oh, and like, not only do I get to go, but I get to bring someone like, yes. Oh. Wow. Yes. Like it was even better, you know, than I thought easier and better. So sometimes uh, it's that asking, right? It's just putting it out there, what we want in the world. Right. And even when our brain or some, you know, our like conscious mind is like, that's crazy or you couldn't do that. I mean, there's a reason why you're seeing something or noticing something in the first place, right? That's in alignment with your desire. It's exactly. For you. So that's just part of the story. So then I, I end up going, I bring one of my girlfriends and um, we go to this, you know, the film and we see the Q&A after and it was getting late. Um, and I mean, this is before I like had my daughter or anything. This was years ago. So um, it was getting late and I thought I saw someone I recognized in the audience who I had actually worked for on a, on a film festival in New York years ago. And I was like, I don't know if that's him. You know, I think it's him. And I told my friend, I'm going to go say hi to him. And my friend, she was like, you know, I'm really tired. I've got to work tomorrow morning. I'm just going to go home. So I was like, all right, you know, bye. <laughs> I gave her a goodbye. And I went and saw my, said hi to my friend, but the, or, you know, this, this person who I used to work for years before, and I wasn't sure if he would remember me and, you know, whatever, but I, I went and I said hi anyway. Right. And um, so we started talking and he was like, you know, just finding out what I was up to. And he said, you know, do you want to go grab some dinner? And I was like, yeah, actually, I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten. I mean, it was late. So I'm thinking like, you know, we're going to go out to dinner and get something to eat. And yes. the next thing out of his mouth is, you know, Martin's having this private dinner party. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, well, of course, then I would definitely like to go. Yes. <laughs> you want to come? And I'm trying to remain calm. I'm like, Oh, uh -huh. breathe, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, I would love to go. I mean, it was like so crazy. And so we literally like, I mean, this is New York City. I think it was the Upper West Side or something. We walked like around the corner. I mean, it's late. It was kind of quiet. We go down this one block and it's, there's no one on the block except for the people going to this restaurant that I guess he had rented out the whole like little Italian restaurant or something, um, like tiny. And as soon as I'm approaching the block, I see like celebrity after celebrity. I, and I don't know. I mean, I'm from the art world background, but I don't know everyone, you know, everyone's names. But it was like, you know, all these people and, and we go in and, um, and it was so much fun for me because I felt like, not just like, oh, there's all these celebrities, but I, my friend who is a, a screenwriter, the one who, who invited me, he um, was introducing me to everyone as Jen Mazur. And it was before I was the queen of manifestation. It was, you know, I was, I was Jen and he was announcing me as my full name, which made me feel really important, right. you know, to all the different people there. I felt like, yeah. And, and I ended up meeting um, Albert Mazels, who he's passed away since, but he's a, a well-known documentary filmmaker um, who did uh, so many amazing films. Um, but I, I was so excited to meet him. He, and, and, and it turned out from that meeting, he met me and he was like, oh, Jen Mazur, it's like Mazels, we must be related. And he was so friendly and he ended up like wanting to mentor me a little bit in, in some of the artwork that I was doing. And it came from 
being there, you know, and as we were leaving the connections that, that you were able to make yeah. and being in that audience. Right. Yeah. And then like, we're going and, and Spike Lee's coming in and, you know, like, <laughs> you know like, so how did you feel? I mean, in your body, when you're walking in and you're noticing all these different people in the room, um, yeah. how did your body feel? What did you notice going on? I felt excited. It was like, this is so, you know, I'm this, I, and I think that's this lit up feeling. We all have felt it right at different moments. It doesn't, it's not about celebrity. It's about like the excitement of something that you are like, this is where you would want to be. And that you're passionate about, right? Right. And, and, and in terms of being with people like at that level, and and now I have a lot of friends who are quote unquote, you know, celebrities um, in different fields. I mean, I live in New York, but you know, so it's not about, I don't put anyone on a pedestal. They're uh-huh. all people. It was mm-hmm. more the fact that they are so excellent in their craft, like where exactly. they are in their career. Exactly. You know, that I wanted them as a mentor, not as, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, can I get your picture? I mean, this is before the age of the selfie. I didn't take any pictures, you know, right. like right. Not about that. It was, it was about connecting with them and what are you doing? What are you working on? I mean, every time I see certain friends who are, you know, celebrities, they're like, oh, what are you working on now? Um, and that, I love that, right? It's like, yeah. Being curious. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, I'm so big into having meaningful conversations with people and getting to yeah. know people at a different level than just a superficial level. So I so appreciate what you're, what you're sharing there and, um, you know, how that, um, just being connected with people, no matter who they are, can, yeah. it can be so rich. Right. Exactly. And that's what we all want. I mean, you know, we want that more than someone being like, Oh, I, you know, can I get your picture with you? It's, it's about real meaningful connections. I mean, and that's why I, I co-created the board game sparked, which I know you have is it's about having conversations with people in person because so much can happen from that, whether it is collaboration or, you know, a new idea or inspiration or just getting to know someone on a, on a deeper level than just small talk. Um, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's what spark does do it. It's, it's, you know, it's such a fun game. I, I played it with my family over the holidays and um, you know, we got into conversations that I just didn't even know about some of the people that we were having around, you know, that were sitting around the table. So it's, it's so important. I do a series of events called extraordinary women connect gala. And it's all about connecting great women together with great women mm. in meaningful conversation and we use very similar kinds of questions like you use in, in Spark. I mean, like some of the questions we've used is, you know, what would your 70-year-old self say to, to you today? Or, you know, so you just get into a richer conversation. Mm. And when you do that, you get to, you remember people and you, um, it becomes much more lasting relationships than in these kind of fly-by-night, um, you know, hi, great to meet you. Um, and, and it's funny because I know that we, you and I met at the, um, success summit probably almost two years ago. Is that what I'm trying to tell three. three years yeah. ago? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, when you connect with people at a different level, it's like you remember them. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, I think that's, what's really, really cool. Um, so tell me, I know you've been doing so many wonderful things and launching new projects, launching a new book, all these different, I mean, the, the game and the book came out like really, really close together, didn't they? Mm, they did. <laughs> <laughs> was that crazy? <laughs> um, it wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, I feel like sometimes things, 
when there's when something's wanting to emerge and I say like you know our dreams want to emerge through all of us we have a desire because Mm -hmm. it's not just us imagining it it really it wants to be born right and so trusting that um and so sometimes things just happen really fast and that's just you know how it's meant to be the the game happened it wasn't something that I ever thought I was going to do. I wasn't setting the intention. I'm going to make a board game. Um, It also happened from a connection at that same conference that you and I met. Oh, how funny. You know this. My partner on the game, Lisa, she was also there. Um, Ah. And and she and I connected and she actually worked with me as a client. And then I was like on our first session, like, God, I really want to collaborate with this woman. But I didn't feel like it was my place to say anything. And then later, she reached out to me and said, I really want to collaborate with you. And so um, it was her idea. We were going to do something else completely different, like a retreat together. And, um, and then one day, she was, had this idea after meeting with a group of her girlfriends and finding a void, um, because they were all like in this beautiful, intimate place of connection. And someone was like, let's play Cards Against Humanity. Um, which is the antithesis yes. of what we're yes. doing. <laughs> spark. And she was like, no. So she reached out to me and said, let's create a, a board game for women that's positive. Um, yes. And, and yes. I was like, yeah. And so that just, it, it was something that happened really organically. I was really obviously into it. I love the idea of play because when you're, when you're doing something you love, your vibration lifts. So even if it's not related to what you think, you know, you're manifesting or working on, it actually is related because when your vibration is higher, you're attracting things to you. You're a magnet, right? Yes, yes. And so yes. I love the idea of play and, you know, connection. So we started working on it. We, we tested it. We were had all these test games. Um, we launched it on Kickstarter. We fulfilled it. Um, and while that was all happening, I, um, I, had, I had my own coach. And I said to her for the first time, you know, I think I have a book within me. And I never said it out loud. I never, you know, I thought maybe I'd write a book, whatever, but it wasn't something I really, you know, was consciously thinking I wanted to do. And I said it out loud. Literally a week later, I get an email from a publishing house. Oh my. um, And it was like through my contact form on my website. And, you know, hi, we're reaching out. We really love your website. And and um, we're looking for an author to write a book, something like Manifesting Made Easy. <laughs> and you know, we think your voice is like so perfect. And, and I was like, is this Sam? Like, wait a second, you know, and I, cause I've, you know, been approached for things before and I thought, oh, they're going to ask me to pay money or what is Right, it? right. And um, it wasn't, it was a real publishing house. And so I set up a phone call with them. And basically they offered me this book deal and I, I got a literary agent after just to help me negotiate the contract. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even need to. Um, so it, it all happened really fast. Um, and, you know, and they wanted it written really fast, but it was all stuff that I'd already pretty much done in my programs. You right. Know, you were, you'd already, you were pulling from your content that, that exactly. helped bring that forward. Exactly. And so it, it happened fast and, um, and now, I mean, it's the publishing house is a part of Simon and Schuster. I mean, it's like a real, you know, amazing. I, I'm just like amazed how it all. Congratulations! Unfolds. That is Thank really exciting you. for you. And I and I love the fact that you put it out to your coach. You said, you know what, this is what I'd like to happen. And then with, within the week, that that all unfolded. That's that's so powerful. So tell me how manifesting works. I mean, I've been reading your book. I really en- am enjoying your book. Mm. And tell me a little bit more about it. 
Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. We're all manifesting, whether Mm -hmm. we realize it or not. Um, It's just about consciously being aware of what we want. And manifesting is really about setting the intention. Like I did when I said, you know, that I wanted to write a book. And And you said it out loud. And I said it out loud. Um, And you're, and then allowing that to come to you. So like I was talking about before, it starts with the idea, the inspiration, the desire, right? That your dreams Mm -hmm. want to merge through you. So it starts with you allowing yourself to imagine, because I think what happens is most people just stop right there Mm -hmm. or, you know, they, first of all, they can't even imagine something greater than what they have or, and then if they do, then they tell themselves why they can't do it. Cause I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough support. What will people think of me? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I have to wait and do all these things first before right. I can do this. Right. And, and so, and these are really excuses because like I just showed in my own stories and I have a million of them. Those are just two examples, right? Which is why my friends nicknamed me the queen of manifestation is you can do things way faster. You know, it doesn't have to be the same route that everyone else is doing. Right. Yes. yes. It, like that's the magic. Like we are spiritual beings in these physical bodies and it is about energy, right? And, and your thoughts really are creating your reality. And it's not about, Oh, I have to think positively all the time. It's just allowing in that possibility so that, Oh, I, you know, I have the idea to write a book instead of thinking that's crazy. I could never do that. Imagine what it would be like if you had that idea to write the book and then you were like, Oh my God, I'm writing a book, you know? And it was more like you're, downloading, like you're intuiting, you know, because we're all really psychic. Honestly, we are. It's more about understanding how to trust that, trust the inspiration, trust the ideas and intuition, you know, the things that are coming in. And then because you are trusting it versus like thinking, pushing it instead of pushing it, it's, it's more of that trusting and opening up to that journey, right? right? Then you can take action. Then you feel more confident taking action. You know, even if you're, we all get nervous, that fear never goes away, honestly. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. but what happens is you feel more confident in doing it. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm not attached because I know ultimately it's all working out in my highest good anyway. So whether this one avenue is the way that it's going to happen, or it's going to be slightly different, I'm good. Right. And it's also about making sure that you are feeling good right now. Like I talked about that joy, because really that whole non-attachment piece that people talk about, right. Of, you know, you want your dream and it's like, it seems like people overcomplicate the manifesting process, right. Of like, how do I say I want this or I'm writing my intention and then not be attached to it. And I'm working on it. But then what happens if it doesn't, you know, happen? Right. Uh, Well, here's the thing. If you're taking action on your dream, you should feel good about yourself anyway. Right. Right. And you're making something happen. I mean, I think that's the big piece of it is our journey isn't always that straight line of A to A to B, right? It's, it's, and rarely is it that way. It's, it's, we, we get these ideas, we get these, these, these thoughts of what we want to make happen. We start really tuning into that dream and start to hear it. It may not be the straight line and most likely it won't be a straight line. Right. Um, so yeah. finding that, you know, being open to the journey of it is part of the, the as you call it, the magic of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I like, I definitely think that um, there's a trust of, of that happens and a piece that a lot of people miss in manifesting is expectation. You mm-hmm. expect everything to work out because ah very good otherwise you're just when you say I'm going to try like oh I'm going to if someone invites you to a party I'll try and make it that they're not coming 
right? right. Because right. they're not committed, right? And we've all done that, right? So exactly. it's, it's about you expect it. It's like, I know it's going to work out. And, and so then you don't have to stress. You don't have to like repeat your affirmation every single day and, you know, <laughs> you know, do all these different things because you just like set your intention, you know, it's all going to work out, right? And then you're taking action. And yes. The other thing is not pushing your dream off, you know, to the far out future of like, oh, well, the, I do want to do all these things, but, you know, I have to do all this stuff first. And what happens is then that big dream goes onto the back burner and it never comes to the front burner. And so, you know, 10 years come by and, and it still hasn't happened, right? And we right. can all think of some idea or project that we had and we just never sure. act on it. And so what I try and do with my clients is basically we, we flip the switch. We put the big dream on the front burner, which may seem like a little crazy, but it's totally not because then you prioritize the big dream. And what happens is it happens. It starts to come, you know, and into fruition so much faster yes. because- you actually are putting that first and you're doing something, one action step, you're, you know, on your to-do list to move that big dream forward. And chances are that action step that we've been putting off is actually not so time consuming. It's more that it's scary, right? It's like making that phone call or sending that email, right? Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about that. Can you share a time in your life where you felt that, that fear, that uncertainty, that self-doubt that was showing up for you and what you you know, you noticed it was there and what you did with that and how you moved through it. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of a, a really great profound one. I mean, I can think of a lot of examples of like emailing people and asking for major requests, uh -huh. um, you know, like I do an interview, audio interview series myself and I interview some really well-known luminaries, um, and, you know, just the, the act of reaching out to someone who you think is like so huge and, you know, what are they going to say? Um, but it's really about genuinely making a connection and mm -hmm. genuinely, you know, um, wanting whatever, whatever it is, like you're not attached to what they say because the courage is in the act itself. It's about being proud of yourself mm, for nice. reaching out. Mm -hmm. So it, you're not dependent on the outcome, whether that person says yes or no, it doesn't matter. The fact that you did that and reached out, like that's amazing. You stepped out onto that edge where it felt uncomfortable for yourself anyway. Yes. 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 And that's yes. what we want to always strive for. Like I say in my book, going for the no, like actually challenge yourself to do something where you, you want to receive a no. Right. Right. Like, and you keep putting yourself out there and yeah. eventually those no's are, are, are some yeses in there. Exactly. And here's the thing too, in terms of whatever your dream is, like for most people, if they don't reply, it's not that they don't want to do it. It's usually that they're just really busy. And so you can actually keep following up with people. And mm -hmm. I actually like when people keep following up, you know, and you did that with me with this interview. It didn't mean that I didn't want to do it. It was like, oh, I just got so much going on. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. I'm so yes. grateful. Yes, you know? I, I can relate <laughs> to that. So tell me a little bit more about, um, there's, I know you've got three easy secrets for manifesting your big dream. So you said, you know, really put your focus in on that big dream. What are, what, what do you need to do to really manifest that? So, so if yeah. the audience is thinking of, you know, what's the number one thing I want to make happen in my life, that really big, big dream, what do they need to know about that? So 
what I would do is number one, prioritize it, right? So like I said, but really get clear on what that is. So um, it is about taking the time to declare your dream. So Mm -hmm. it might sound really simple or you're like, I've done this before. You can never do this too much. Actually, I love to use the moon cycle. So on a new moon is a great time to like set your intentions. Oh, nice. Yeah, at any time really. But the new moon is a great time traditionally, historically to plant seeds, right? So it's a time of, you know, we are setting our intentions. So every full moon, you also release things, right? So you like what no longer serves you. You can clear out the clutter or clean your house or, you know, like things like that, right? So it's, um, the new moon is a beautiful time to set your intention. You can do this anytime. You can do this literally today. It does not matter when you do it. Um, but if you want to continue this on like a regular basis, that's what I recommend. So just write out your dream, write it out in the present tense as if it's already happening, set your intention. Um, and, and that's important too to, to write that as if it's happening versus, um, I will be doing something. It's, right. it's, it's I, I am mm-hmm. doing this. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, I will, I want, it's, I am, Mm -hmm. I am, you know, um, all of the things in the present tense. So who do you want to be? What do you want your life to look like? And allow yourself to expand on all areas of your life. Like go there and come up with the most outrageous thing you can possibly come up with. Allow yourself to dream even bigger Mm. than what you allowed yourself to dream before so that we can open up to greater possibility and um, even more goodness to come into your life. Why not? Right. Right. Um, So yeah, I mean, that's step number one. So set your intention. The other thing I I recommend is keeping a gratitude practice. Mm, Um, So tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, so this again, might be something that you, might be thinking, well, okay, I've heard about this or I, but are you really applying it? And I think for a lot of people in this world of self-help, and especially now that it's become very big, we're aware of a lot of things or we read a lot of books, but are you actually practicing these things? So having a practice is what differentiates you from everyone else. Because if you look at you know, all of the um, athletes, you know, that you admire in the world, for example, they have a practice. They didn't mm-hmm. just like, yes, they have natural ability, but they're practicing. And they're everything. practicing hard, aren't they? Right. I mean, it doesn't have to be hard. You know, I, I'm, I'm all about ease, but mm-hmm. it's about they're committed there to their practices. It's okay. committed, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Okay. And you know, same with a musician, they're committed, right? My partner's a musician. He plays piano every single day, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that's his practice. And it also makes him feel good, right? So it's, you feel better when you do your practice. So practice, number one, gratitude. Um, this is going to help you tremendously because when your lens is on the positive, number one, you stay more positive, which again, you're, if you think about your thoughts creating your reality, right? You want to have a positive lens on the world. You want to have a positive expectation, expecting the best always. So even when obstacles show up, you can see the opportunity in the obstacle. You can be grateful for the obstacle for coming in the first place because it's taking you to a new place you wouldn't have gotten to if it hadn't shown up. So gratitude is something you can practice all the time. And the actual act of writing it down in a journal every single day, whether it's in the morning or at night before you go to bed, it really helps you expand because what happens is if you sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't have time to write in my gratitude journal. I'm just going to think about it in my head or I'll say it out loud, you know, to my family. But what happens is if you write it down, you end up with a lot more than if you were just thinking it. 
And there's so much, there's so much expansive energy with gratitude. When you think of a, a, you know, like a contracting energy or an expansive energy, there is so much expansive energy that you're opening up to, um, drawing more to you. Um, it, it, it can be a, you know, that, that act of just being thankful opens up our lives. It really does. It really does. Um, there's a quote from Lynn Twist, who was at the conference that we were at. Yes. Uh, who wrote The Soul of Money, but she says, what you appreciate, appreciates. Yes, love I love that. That, In fact, it's, I use that quote in my book, Fire Dancer, um, oh. because it was, um, it, it just, the more we can put that energy on it, it's, 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 it's attracting that energy to it. Yeah. And then you go throughout the day looking for the positive. Like, I mean, now in the social media world, sometimes we're going through the day, like, what are we going to post on Facebook? Or this would be a great picture, you know, and we're like thinking that way versus let's think about what we're going to write in our gratitude journal. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And and so that's really, it it is really helpful. Um, It's true. Like the more positive you are, the higher the vibration you are, the more people are going to be drawn to you. They're going to want to work with you. They're going to want to help you. Um, And so it is a beautiful practice. Um, So, and that really goes with having a practice, right? So whatever that looks like for you. Making um, space for it. Making, yeah, making time um, and committing to it. Committing to your dream means that, that you expect it. There's no trying. It's like, I'm committed Mm. I know this is happening. It's not in a hustle way. There's right. an eat. Yeah, I really don't like that word hustle at all these days. Me, neither do I. Yeah. It's about allowing and trusting. Like there's a reason that I, I want this to happen because, mm-hmm. you know, it also wants, I'm the one who it wants to, you know, come through. And so really trusting. So then you're committing to it because you know, we're all kind of stepping up and we all have our roles right now. We all chose to be reincarnated at this time is my personal belief, right? In these physical mm-hmm. bodies to create on a physical level, to manifest, right? Because otherwise we'd stay in the spiritual world because that's like all love and it feels so great. So we're here to do to something. <laughs> exactly. We've got a purpose. Thing. Yeah. We like let's, why not imagine something huge and awesome because we can, right? Yes. If we allow it. Yes. Yeah. So, t- so that's the first, the first s- secret that you've got is, is gratitude. What's the next one? Right. Well, yeah. So I kind of combined it all together. So we have setting your intention. Uh-huh. Number one. Okay. Uh, reset your intention, write it out in the present tense, declare it. And that's like, it's one thing to think about it and tell someone else your dream, but it's another to really write it down. So really write it down. I mean, I remember years ago, I wrote down um, about, you know, who I was manifesting as my partner and, um, and that we were going to have our, a beautiful daughter together. And I had forgotten that I wrote all this down. Yeah. And I actually found the piece of paper when I was pregnant. And I, we didn't even know yet that we were having a girl. But I had written, like, we're having a daughter. I mean, it was so amazing. And, uh, I, I, and it's so powerful when you can go back. I know there's certain... every When I write things down, it comes true at some point in my journey. And it's it's just such a powerful... Um, step to make is just to write something down and to put that intention around it. Yeah. So, so write it down, practice gratitude, right? Uh Uh Um, That's, that's the next step. And then, um, so, and that goes with having a practice, right. That I talked about, like when we look at other people in the world who are, you know, excelling in, in their own 
um, area um, of expertise, it's because they have a practice and they're committing. So commit to your dreams. And part of that commitment too, that I recommend is getting a mentor. So I talked about, yes. you know, Albert Measles, but like whatever field it is, like have your own coach um, mm-hmm. if you're coaching. So you're in alignment, right? Yes. Um, and, you know, find someone who's done what you've already done and ask them how they did it. We don't have to create everything from the very, without any, um, you know, from the ground up, there's, there's people in front of us that we can learn from and grow from. And, um, absolutely. You don't need to reinvent the wheel and you can do it a different way, but find out first how they did it. And here's the thing. People love being asked to help. Like Like, they love being asked for help. Um, because it feels good to give, right? If you think of a time that you've given um, freely, it felt really good. And so you're giving that other person the opportunity to give. And if we think about the law of reciprocity, if you guys are familiar with this, it's the law of giving and receiving. So it needs to stay in motion, right? So we're not just receiving, but we're giving, right? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. therefore those people who are also doing really well and receiving, they want to give, right? Right. And they need to give to circulate that, to keep it in motion. And so by you asking someone for help, whether that's literally asking for help or saying, hey, can we have like a 20 minute conversation on the phone? Or can I take you out to coffee, you know, get some advice? Like, I can't tell you how many free phone calls we had, me and Lisa, about Sparked, the board game. Mm -hmm. Um, because people love the idea. They love that we were passionate about it. We were on the phone with the head of Pictionary, the founder of Pictionary. We've got, I mean, I couldn't tell you all the different people who just freely gave their time yeah. to us because they wanted to help. They're like, they've lived and breathed this, you know, this, the toy industry, the game industry that we didn't know anything about, you know? And so they wanted yeah. to help us navigate it, you know, and learn from their mistakes. And, and people feel good doing that. And, you know, if one person says no, someone else is going to say yes. Right. So, so really how do you, how do you um, mentor and guide people to women and others today so that you're, you know, that, 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 you know, that give and take piece of it, how are you giving out, giving back today? Multiple things. Like one that I, one thing I love is I do a free series. Um, so I'm doing one now and I, I do it uh, manifesting with the masters. It's a free audio series and mm-hmm. I do, I do manifesting peace. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, Which I love that, that the whole, I love that manifesting peace. It just makes mm-hmm. me feel good all over. Yes. And it's like, I gathered some of my favorite experts who I look to for guidance um, on what to do at this time. And it's, and it was completely free, especially manifesting peace. Like there's no, I'm not selling anything. It's really just, I want to help people. Um, So I I love to do those things. Um, And then, you know, I have my own thing. So like with Sparked, our board game, we're giving 10% of the proceeds to a nonprofit organization that helps um, girls and women. And our first nonprofit that we're working with is, is called um, My Girl Talk. And they mentor young girls um, high school students, mentor middle school students, they have over 400 chapters around the world. Um, and so that's something like a give back component. So whether you can think of a, an actual give back component in your business or that you, you know, you do something in your business that is for free. So aside from the paid things, like I have my, my mastermind and my private clients and, you know, my group programs, but for people who, um, maybe aren't ready for that yet, I have yes. my offerings, right? Yes. And, you know, and, and one of my other projects, my partner is, is Nigerian. We're building a green school in, in Lagos, Nigeria. And so there's other things that I'm doing um, that might not seem related, but they are. That's my giving back. 
Right. Well, and it's all, it's all the energy of, of contributing back into the world. And I mean, I think right now that it's so important that we are all tuned into how we can step up in the, in in the world today Mm. and share our gifts. And, you know, this, this whole realm that, you know, that you can give back in multiple ways. And, you know, sometimes it's teaching people how to manifest and sometimes it's, you know, helping build a school all of that is creating that kind of energy out into the world. And that's, that is what's important for. And I think that's one of the most important things I want to be covering. I want to tell these stories on Extraordinary yeah. Women Radio because it's, it's, it's important that we all get inspired in some way to share. I believe that we're all here for a reason. We have a purpose. And, you know, to share that so that we are, you know, coming up and, and, you know, putting out into the world, beautiful energy like that. And here's the thing, you don't have to wait to give back. No. I think, you know, a lot of us think like, oh, I need to be making this much money or, you know, you feel like you're still struggling and, you know, whatever. There are so many ways to give back, whether I just shared, like helping a friend, you know, having a phone conversation or literally just reaching out to your to your friends, sending some text messages like, hey, anything I can help you with or I'm here, you know, if you need anything, like, or, you know, some people I see do that on Facebook. Like I'm here for a half hour, like write in your questions and I'll answer exactly. them. You know, yeah, I mean, there's so many that. ways that we can do that. It's, I, you know, I sit on a board of the, Mer- the, 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 the Women's Foundation of Colorado. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's all about uplifting women and girls. Um, there are certainly things that, you know, we put out that's, that's our free offerings, but there's also things that, you know, it's even, you know, that being able to, you see somebody who could just use a little bit of uplifting and help and, you know, breathing energy into that and making a little space for people is, is so beautiful. And it's, um, and it is such a beautiful give and take. So I really appreciate all that you're doing. So um, I have another question for you. And I think yeah. this is, um, you know, as, as people have, we've all gone to a place where you've put an, a, an idea out there, what you'd like to make happen. And, what do you say to, to our listeners who, who are wondering why it's taking so long to manifest a dream that they put out there? What might you tell them? Hmm. Couple things. First of all, um, sometimes the universe has another plan, right? It could be, it could mean that it's happening at a different time because something better is coming to you first. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, um, it could be that you have a limiting belief, right? And right. there could be something that's out of alignment. And that's why it's not happening because you're thinking, well, I've done all this stuff. You know, I've made my vision board. I wrote my intentions, whatever, you know, that you're doing. And then it's, it's still not working. It's probably because there's something that's out of alignment. And if you ha- layer on a positive belief over a, a negative, you know, quote unquote negative, limiting belief, um, you're going to be at a standstill. Mm-hmm. You really want to allow your yeah, you want to allow your limiting beliefs to come up, actually. Not be afraid of looking at them because mm. they're good things. Limiting beliefs are there to serve as protection. They're there, you know, for basically to, to protect us. And so what we can do is we can thank them, right, for being there, for protecting us, and then allow them to emerge and let them go. I mean, if you think about one of my favorite things that I love to do to help with limiting beliefs is the EFT tapping, right? Emotional freedom technique, which a lot of people are familiar with. Yes. But it's really about using the acupuncture points and tapping on yourself and saying the things that you really want to say that you've been afraid of saying, like, 
the, you know, the stuff that isn't so positive and allowing yourself to really go there and be like, I hate my job or I'm so mad at my husband or whatever it is that you're feeling in the moment, which is just in the moment, right? Without right. judging it, right. allowing it to emerge and then noticing what's underneath it. Um, and what's there for you, because generally there's something there for you in that belief. There's some sort of lesson. There's something that you're a pattern, like an awareness that's going to take you to a new place. And it's just the energy that gets stuck in your body and doesn't let things move through you when you, yeah. Yeah. I I remember when, um, when I first started my business several years ago, there was I was all about, you know, staying in the positive. I, you know, had studied appreciative inquiry. I'd really gone down this path of, you know, it's, it's positive psychology all the way. Right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to, um, you know, so I was, I was a new business and I was like, you know, there was some, um, when I'd started my business, the money was flowing really well. And then all of a sudden it kind of slowed down a little bit and I got all kinds of fear around it. And, Mm -hmm. um, I had a friend ask me, she, we were doing some, I do equine guided coaching with horses and we Mm. were, we were sharing a coaching session with one another. And, um, she, she called me on it. She's like, you know, I'm, I'm sensing some fear. Do you have any fear? And I'm like, Oh no, I don't have any fear. I, you know, I'm, and I'm, you know, totally denying it because I don't want to feel the fear. I don't want to feel that energy of, of, of negativity, right? I had, I had labeled fear as negative. And soon as I said it, the tears started to come. And as soon as I, you know, let the tears come, I was like, well, yes, I'm afraid. And then this is the things I'm afraid. Of. I'm afraid I'm going to lose my house. I'm afraid of, you know, yada, yada. I'm not going to do this work that I love to do. And I'm going to have to go get, go back and get a J-O-B and, you know, all these, you know, all this stuff starts flowing out of me. But, you know, as soon as I identified it and really looked fear in the eye and learn to work with fear from a different perspective, um, knowing that it can be your friend, that knowing whatever energy you're feeling that you don't want to name can actually help you move much more quickly to the next place. If you Mm -hmm. just acknowledge it, it can be so powerful. Totally. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. And, um, I mean, we all know that expression behind your greatest fear lies your greatest gifts, you know, yes. so thinking about something that you've manifested that you were really scared of, you know, or that was a scary thing that ended up being amazing. I mean, I can think of so many and the biggest metaphor for me is, you know, my daughter, right? Like I being, becoming a mom, giving yes. birth. you know, right. I had a, a natural childbirth at home, um, you know, and it was 24 hours in labor and, and that was, the most intense experience of my life. Right. Yes. And, yes. Um, and in that moment I was scared. I mean, I had been so excited to be a mom. It had a really easy pregnancy, but the labor part, right. Of like, um, really feeling like, you know what, it, it was, it was scary, but transformative. And I had a girlfriend there who was there just to take pictures. But at one point I, she said to me, cause it was taking me so long to, um, finally be dilated fully to push. And she said, Jen, you can do this. You're ready to be a mom. Mm. And in that moment, I just, I started crying and it was exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> and literally like I opened up, I dilated like so fast. And like, <laughs> like everything sped up. It was like, I was holding on, you know, like, yeah, I've been imagining the, you know, the everything, but I like the actual concept of being a mom, you know, what I thought about in that moment, like, okay, I'm going to let this you know, child come out and, you know, so here, here we go. We're going on this journey together. <laughs> Welcome to the world. 
it was, it was amazing. And I, you know, so really remembering that too, I was just talking to someone with a, you know, one of the interviews that I'm doing for manifesting peace. And she was talking about the, the, the contraction and the expansion going together. And, you know, thinking about literal contractions when you're pregnant that happens afterwards. And so that happens for all of us. So I, I find often that with clients, limiting beliefs show up actually when you do start to take action on your dream, right? When you are making progress, then they appear. You don't have to go looking for them, right? right? That's that contraction. That's the law of polarity, the duality. It's it's okay. It doesn't mean you need to stop, right? Right, right. It's moving through it and not keep stretching into it. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yes, that's, that's fantastic. Well, before we move into our final question, I just wanted to, I wanted you to tell people where they can learn more about you. Yeah, they can go to queenofmanifestation.com and they can find out more about me. And I have my book on there, Manifesting Made Easy, and um, they can get the board game sparked. Yes, definitely um, go get the game and yay. definitely get the book too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great place where you can find it all. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. So I have one more question for you. What, what three pearls of wisdom can you leave our audience with today? Hmm. Number one, trust that your dreams are for you. Right. Mm. Really? Like, yeah, know that. And number two, even when you can't see the physical evidence of it, here's the thing. If you think about um, planting a garden, right? And right now it's springtime in New York and we had these plants. I literally was about to throw them out because I thought that they were just like flowers for one year that I had outside, they were potted. And um, all of a sudden I noticed that they were coming up again. I didn't know that they were, you know, bulb flowers Uh and they were going to come up again. And the challenge, the practice for all of us is even when our dreams are under the dirt, right? Even in that muck, when we can't see the physical evidence of them, trusting that everything is working and conspiring in your favor and that they will sprout up, right? Continue to nurture them, continue to water them, right? Continue to, to do your practices yes. so that they will emerge. Because here, you know, if I would have thrown them out, or if I would have like picked, you know, and up, up everything <laughs> with my hand, I would have ruined the whole process, right? right. And that's that's so- such a beautiful analogy. Yeah. Yeah. So staying in that place of, of not, not, first of all, trusting your dreams are there for you and then trusting the process, right? right. Being, right. being present with it and continuing to nurture them, even when you don't see the physical evidence, even when it feels like you're stuck, that's when the beautiful, you know, things actually happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and, 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 um, and ask for support, I think is another big one. Yes. Um, and, and I have this mantra and I teach my clients, everyone I meet wants to help me. Yes. Everyone I meet wants to help me. And literally, if you, if you have that lens, then you're not afraid of sharing your dream or, you know, talking about what really matters because someone else wants to help. Right. Yes. Um, and so really reaching out for support. I think what the world needs now is, is more connection, you know, um, whether that's in person or on the phone, really being available to each other, right? Opening up and sharing our dreams. And um, I think there's so much beauty in being able to reflect your dream back to someone, you know, their dream back to them and, and 
when someone believes in you, even before you believe in yourself, really, yes. right? And um, mm-hmm. it gives you that courage to keep going. And so if we can be lights for each other, right? Um, and expand dreams. And when, you know, one of my favorite things, and I, I put it into the Sparked game as well, is, is one of the um, closing cards, is I love to do this with my clients, is I call it the Believing Eyes game that I, I really learned from the psychic Sonia Choquette. Um, but what we do is you share your dream and then the other person expands it for you. So, you know, if you say that you're going to write a book, the next person says, and then it becomes a New York Times bestseller, you know, and then you're on Oprah or whatever. So when you share with a friend or a spouse or a loved one, your dream, allow them to add on to it, right? Like let's make it even bigger for each other. Let's open up to something even greater and allow in even more, you know, possibility for each of us. So I love the idea of really not just asking for help, but being that person as well for other people, right? Uh, and, and I love that that version of, you know, just taking that step, you know, making it bigger and letting someone expand upon that dream for you. That's a beautiful exercise. Mm, yeah. Well, well, thank you so much, Jen. I really appreciate your time today and sharing your great wisdom with, with my, my audience. And um, um, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You bet. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at KamiGelna.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, MBU.